Many organizations struggle when it comes to communicating and realizing their business strategies. Many workers don't even understand the strategies in their own company. Welcome to the North Star with William Ulrich. Find out where your organization stands, what you might be doing right, and where you can improve. Now, here's your host, William Ulrich. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, William Ulrich. You're listening to the North Star. Feel free to contact me by email on LinkedIn or at my website, technicalstrategygroup.com. Today, we'll be discussing strategy execution, preparing business leaders of the future with my guest, Dr. Brian Cameron. You can find reference material related to this show, including some of Brian's publications on the North Star radio show page at my website, tacticalstrategygroup.com. Brian Cameron's an associate dean for professional graduate programs and executive education in the Smeal College of Business at Penn State University. Dr. Cameron's a founding director of the Center for Enterprise Architecture at Penn State's College of Information Sciences and Technology and founding president of the Federation of Enterprise Architecture Professional Organizations, or FIPO. He was awarded the NPA Career Achievement Award for founding of FIPO and for also building out the Center for Enterprise Architecture. Dr. Cameron has worked with a number of companies on various consulting engagement. He is a special academic advisor to the Business Architecture Guild, and he developed a popular online graduate certificate in business architecture, which we'll talk about later, and he currently teaches a graduate level course on strategic business architecture. He may be reached via email at bhc103 at psu.edu or on LinkedIn. Uh, Brian, welcome today. Thanks, Bill. Great to be here. Good. Thanks for joining me. Uh, I want to give listeners just a quick point of reference on this. Uh, the underlying theme of this show is strategy execution, which is uh, really well aligned with your topic. Uh, so it's a sub-theme. And uh, I did overview this topic, introduced it in uh, episode one. So um, what I'd like to do is, is start off by having you give our listeners uh, your perspective on, on strategy execution, maybe an overview. Sure. Happy to do that, Bill. You know, according to Michael Porter and, uh, and other um, uh, researchers in the strategy space, strategy execution is one of the top issues facing organizations of all types in the 21st century. If you look at some of Porter's statistics, um, uh, approximately 80% of organizations of all types fail to execute their strategy either in whole or in part. And furthermore, Porter estimates that in any given organization, 5% or less uh, of the, the employees in that organization even understand what the strategy is at, at any given point in time. So, so we got a lot of issues around strategy execution. Yeah, those, those, are, those are good stats. And they actually line up with some other stats that I've seen in the, uh, in the industry. Um, and, and just, uh, uh, again, we, we've got um, uh, some very, very similar statistics on uh, people don't know what the strategy is in most organizations, and they don't deliver it very effectively. And there's not a lot of confidence in senior management. Um, is it so is it true that um, uh, when, when you, we talk about not not really understanding strategy, what, what's your sense there in terms of people in an organization not understanding uh, what the overall strategies are for that organization? Well, uh, you know, it, it, I, my experience aligns with Porter's findings that, you know, in any given organization, approximately five percent of the people understand what the strat business strategy is at any given point in time. And it's it's less, in my opinion. And organizations that might be in rapidly changing industries where this strategy needs to pivot more frequently. Um, so it's really a challenge if you think about, you know, the, the ultimate goal of alignment is to align your tactical execution, which is normally in the form of projects and portfolios of projects with business strategy and changes in business strategy. You know, th that's a very tall order given some of these statistics. So what insights can you share uh, related to why organizations are really falling short in the area of strategy execution? What are some of the kind of things you're, you've seen out there? Uh, from what I've seen, uh, and it's not just me, it's, you know, what, what others uh, that look at this problem have seen as well. You know, most organizations are missing um, a, a middle ground between high-level business strategy and, and, and how the high-level business strategy is set 
And the linkage between tactical execution, which, as I said, is typically in the form of portfolios of projects, and that middle ground or that bridge between strategy and execution is often either missing or, or poorly functioning in most organizations. And that middle ground, you know, in, in my opinion, is what business architecture brings to the table. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and uh, in fact, the uh, some other stats we covered uh, earlier uh, a couple months ago with uh, Jim Johnson of Standish Group uh, has some abysmal uh, numbers in terms of uh, successful project delivery. So that's the other end of it, and it the numbers sort of parallel the poor strategy execution on the on the front. Well, that's end. a that's a good point, and, and either uh, inability to deliver projects or delivering the wrong projects. So you think about how quickly your project portfolios can get out of alignment with the needs of the business, and yeah, it's all part of this larger strategy execution problem. So is do you think there's a, a lack of transparency in terms of understanding? You talked about the middle ground in terms of what exactly is is between uh, somebody sitting in a room and setting strategy and then people on the ground trying to figure out how to implement or deploy projects. What, is, is it a transparency issue there? Yeah, a, a transparency and an understanding of how to link those high level business strategies with the projects um, and, and that middle ground in between, which business, the practice of business architecture brings to the table in the form of things like understanding what the capabilities are of, of your business and mapping the capabilities, understanding the value streams, the business processes, and linking all of these different modeling techniques together to form a coherent business architecture that, that, that successfully links business strategy to project level execution, and not just links at once, this is a process. So I like to think of business architecture, not only as the noun developing the business architecture, but as the verb, the process of business architecture. This is an ongoing process. As, as strategies change, and, and, they, and they do change in some organizations, they might change frequently, uh, that your, your projects need to change accordingly. And that, that's where things are falling out of alignment. And that's what business architecture and the tools associated with business architecture can bring to the table. You see some huge investments in technology at a lot of these big organizations. And um, I think you've written about some of the disconnect between some of these uh, technology deployment efforts and strategy. And I think it goes along with, with what you've been saying so far. Uh, can you, can you, you know, we, everybody's familiar with these, these huge projects at these organizations, if they're in them. Um, can you talk a little more about uh, some of the, the, that disconnect with, with some of these huge investments in technology and exactly what the business strategy would be? Sure. Uh, and in a past life, I, I've implemented uh, large enterprise systems, ERP systems, and I've also in a past life done some expert witness work ar around cases where you know, they, those implementations went awry, as, as you mentioned, and there's, there's quite a few of them. Um, and all, everything we do today has a technology component. I mean, everything. I can't think of anything we do today in an organization that, that doesn't have some type of technological component. So if your projects aren't aligned, and the technologies used in those projects are selected based on a poor uh, and, and perhaps outdated uh, or non-existent understanding of business strategy, then yeah, you're, you're going to either select the wrong technologies or in the case of something like ERP systems, there's so much configuration work that needs to be done. You're, you're gonna configure it in, uh, um, with an improper or an inadequate or a partial understanding of the organization. And yeah, you're gonna get a piece of technology that doesn't perform well for you. You know, I'm glad you mentioned the expert witness because I've I've done my share as well. And and you know, when when people are starting out a uh, a big investment or a big engagement, and maybe they've got integrators in and those types of things, uh, little would they suspect that the whole thing could land into a courtroom at at the end of it. And uh, you know, that's probably right your worst case scenario. And and you've been involved in some of these, and and uh, you know, you've probably seen some pretty dark dark points on on that end of things, right? I have, and in most of the cases, if the foundation was built correctly and you had people that knew what questions to ask and, and, and what needed to be done up, up front, you know, it's like building a, a house or some other type of structure, gotta have a good foundation and business architecture, in my opinion, brings that foundation to the table mm. and, and gives you, you know, the understanding of the, of the organization and helps you ask the right questions. If some of these pieces would have been in place, many of these projects wouldn't have you know, ended up in litigation. 
Now you've uh, you've got uh, you you have MBA students, and uh, I think that they've shared some interesting insights along these lines with you. Uh, are there any of those that you might uh, comment on or share? Yeah, actually. Uh, so in our uh, online MBA program, students can select a concentration in business architecture. I think we're the only program in the country that has a concentration in business architecture, and, and it's business architecture taught just as we're we're discussing today as a facilitator of strategy execution. So I've actually had online MBA students that have t- taken my course and the other courses in, in the concentration and have went on to receive job offers from their strategic planning groups because they're bringing a skill set to the table that the strategic planning people recognize they need and don't have. And, and it's really, uh, it's, it's amazing the, the life-changing career opportunities uh, business architecture has brought to the MBAs that have taken the uh, business architecture concentration, either in career opportunities with strategic planning, or in many cases, they've made business cases to start a business architecture practice or grow uh, a business architecture practice. So it's really made some dramatic impacts. Yeah, I I think what you've described to me in the past is um, these, these MBA students have gone in and they've interviewed executives. And they ask questions, probing questions, and it seems to me that that sometimes those those questions, that the reason they're getting brought in and, and hired at some point is that, that they're finding tremendous insight in the questions these students are asking. Yeah. So the first uh, is so in my strategic business architecture class. First assignment is to seek out who does strategic planning on your organization. Get as high in the organization as you're able to. In some cases, people get all the way to the C level. Uh, in other cases, it might be. You know, uh, somebody within the division that does strategic planning. So get as high as you can. Don't start with business architecture because in some organizations, uh, business architecture may have a little baggage. It's uh, maybe closely associated with enterprise architecture and failed EA efforts and be seen as kind of this IT thing rather than a, an enabler or strategy execution. So I say, you know, don't, don't start with the term business architecture, but walk in and ask if they have problems with strategy execution. You're taking a strategy execution course and you'd like to see if they could give you 20 minutes to talk about strategy execution problems. And everybody's got strategy execution problems. So m- most people are very happy to give you know, students 20 minutes, 30 minutes of their time to talk about the strategy execution problems. Then during the discussion, the students ask, well, by the way, have you heard of business architecture? In some cases, people have never heard of it. And in some cases, maybe they have an incorrect uh, or outdated perception of, of what business architecture is. So then they have the opportunity to describe the course and the perspective of business architecture. And every time I, I, I offer the course, I, I get a handful of people that, that come back almost in a panic and say, you know, they're interested. They want a full briefing next week. And I said, listen, this is week two of a 15-week course. you got to wait to the end of the semester. we got a lot of ground to cover. You're not ready to do this yet. And in every class, I have at least one. Last semester, I had three people that actually received job offers from their strategic planning groups because of this course and what they felt these people could bring to the table. So it's, it's been pretty incredible. I think that is great, uh, really great. And um, we are going to come back more to more specifics on, on the course and, and what other universities are doing a little bit. Um, why don't we, you mentioned business architecture. Why don't we talk about um, the, the type of role that you see it playing in strategy execution? Yeah, I, I think there's two roles. One is uh, as a facilitator of strategy execution. So I'll talk about that. But then also to inform the formation of business strategy. Um, so when you look at the um, type of information the business architects and the architecture team have access to, they have a vantage point to understand the organization uh, and, and connect dots in ways that really no, no other part of the organization has. So through the different um, modeling techniques that are used, and I mentioned some of them, capability modeling, process modeling, value streams, and, and others, um, that they get a level of understanding about the organization and how it works, unlike any other um, uh, other part of the organization. So they really have a unique vantage point to, to understand how strategy connects to tactical level, project level execution. But then they also have an understanding of the organization that could and should help inform business strategy as well. So, so there's a formality here to business architecture that I think a lot of people don't appreciate. I, I think that there's there's some people practicing it out there uh, that that 
sort of think it's it's whatever I put on my PowerPoint slide, that'll be business architecture or whatever nifty thing I draw up there. Uh, there's a greater formality to it than I think maybe a lot of people realize. Can you uh, can you comment a little bit on that? Yeah, it's it's uh, definitely um, uh, uh, I feel it's moved from an emerging career field to a more solidified career field, even though it's it's not one that many people are familiar with. So it's not obviously as widely recognized as accounting, finance, uh, engineering, et cetera. But it's really coming into its own. And there, there is a, uh, formal practices and disciplines that, that need to be um, understood as part of business architecture. Um, right now, uh, there's not a formal degree program. We have a graduate certificate, which is a concentration and can be done in MBA programs, can be done as part of our enterprise architecture master's program. Uh, the Business Architecture Guild, um, which Bill and I both uh, involved with, uh, has a certification program that can take uh, that can take you through different aspects of business architecture. Um, but it's 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 definitely not um, something that you can just kind of come into and maybe read a book and you're a business architect. Uh, th th there's a lot of training and preparation needed to to do it well. It's good information. Okay, we, we're uh, going to go ahead and take our first break. You're listening to the North Star. I'm William Ulrich. We're discussing strategy execution, preparing business leaders of the future with my guest, Brian Cameron. You can contact Brian at bhc103 at psu.edu. We'll be right back after a short break. Are you having trouble articulating your strategic objectives? Not sure if your program investments are aligned to your strategic vision? Wondering why your six, seven, and eight-figure program investments seem to evaporate into thin air, even as your business teams are left to add more people, take on more risk, and take heat from unhappy customers? Tactical Strategy Group's William Ulrich can help ensure that your strategic objectives translate into sustainable, successful investments. For more information, visit our website at tacticalstrategygroup.com. Your organization is spending seven, eight, or even nine figures annually on transformation programs, and you're questioning the bottom line business value. You were told not to worry. We've engaged the best system integrators, and they said all is well. Has your IT organization become a black box where money goes in, but nothing comes out? Tactical Strategy Group's William Ulrich has seen every side of this story, from upfront happy talk to painful post-mortems. Find out what's really going on. Visit tacticalstrategygroup.com and ask about TSG's Transformation Oversight Service. You're listening to The North Star. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to wmmulrich at tsgconsultinginc.com. That's wmmulrich at tsgconsultinginc.com. Now, back to The North Star. Here again is William Ulrich. Welcome back to the North Star. I'm William Ulrich. You can reach me on LinkedIn, on email, or my website. Uh, we're discussing strategy execution, preparing business leaders of the future with my guest, Brian Cameron. Uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about business architecture's role in strategy execution and, and some of the formalities and where it's at in the industry. Um, Brian, you, you see some... Um, uh, run into, as I do, roadblocks uh, to applying business architecture to strategy execution in some organizations. What are some of the kinds of things uh, maybe you've seen or heard? Sure. Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple of things, um, Bill. Um, first, I, I think that in some organizations, and it varies by organization what the issues might be, but in some organizations, there might be a dated view of business architecture uh, and, and that it's part of uh, traditional IT enterprise architecture in the IT group, and those you know the IT people really haven't been that effective with with um, enterprise architecture and some organizations, and that it's kind of an IT thing, more of a IT business process modeling discipline, doesn't really have any benefit to strategic planning. Uh, so so overcoming these outdated perceptions of what BA is is an issue in some organizations, um, and others. It might be that the strategic planning people uh, haven't heard of business architecture before. So if they haven't heard of it, it you know, 
it, it, it mustn't add value because I haven't heard of it. It's, it's kind of an, an arrogant position to, to have. Um, so that, those are probably the, the biggest things I've seen. Also having the wrong people in the business architecture role. So if you have more technically oriented people that, that perhaps grew up in IT and they're not really, um, they don't have the business background and understanding and aren't able to communicate with uh, the business folks effectively, probably aren't the best people for a business architecture role. So getting the right people, getting business architecture positioned appropriately in the organization as an enterprise-wide resource, and getting a linkage, even a reporting relationship, um, if possible, to strategic planning, I think are crucial. And that's what I try to do in my class. Give the people a chance to meet the strategic planning folks, explain what business architecture is as a facilitator strategy execution, and get a toe in the door. And it's been actually more uh, successful than even I had hoped uh, as far as opening doors for, for some of the, the BA folks in their organizations. Yeah, in fact, uh, that actually aligns to uh, my next question, which is on recommendations, uh, not just for business leaders, but for those who understand business architecture, uh, understand that it can help with strategy execution, but are having trouble getting into that conversation. Uh, and I think you just pointed out a couple of things. So, um, you know, th with your with your students. So you see um, uh, a way of going in and having these conversations with strategic planning teams in, in more of a, um, uh, a benign role as opposed to maybe, you know, charging in with business architecture as uh, uh, more aggressively. Is that is that fair? Yeah, I can almost guarantee in most organizations, if you try to charge in and say, you know, you have the answers, <laughs> you're going to get the door slammed in your face. Right. Um, uh, so uh, th this is a more subtle way. And, and it's under the umbrella, the auspices of a course as well. So it's not somebody saying, hey, I've got something you should look at. It's, hey, I need to do this assignment for this course. Could I get in and get some of your time? And then they have a conversation in kind of a non-threatening environment. And they spark interest because everybody has problems with strategy execution. And if there's something that that another new, uh, perhaps a new discipline to, to the strategic planning folks can bring to the table, most people are eager to hear more because that they, the issue is so acute. So, but I think it's the approach and how you approach it and how you begin to explain it. And that's what I coach my students on. And like I said, it's 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 been very uh, effective and, and very successful. Yeah, for a number of years, we were getting the questions of um, if, if this is such a great thing, how come it's not being taught in university? So which uh, leads me to my next topic of uh, you were involved recently in an MBA roundtable survey. It was co-sponsored by the Business Architecture Guild. Uh, can you give us some background on the survey? What led up to it? Uh, what it was seeking to understand? Yes. So and I've been in academia for some time. Um, and I also have industry experience. I'm kind of this, you know, I, I straddle both worlds. And what I see in academia and what this survey was designed to um, kind of tease out is that we give kind of lip, lip service to strategy execution. Or if we have courses on strategy execution, it's at a very high level and, and, and more of the soft skills. So, for example, a lot of focus on building teams, on change management, using case studies that show you know, uh, how, you know, good change management helped with strategy execution in a company, but at very high level, um, you know, uh, and, and not a lot of real tools on how to do it. Um, so I, I, I see that, you know, how do you actually make this work missing uh, from, from most business curriculums today? So that's what business architecture, in my opinion, brings to the table, uh, a very detailed how. Um, rather than just a high level, you got to get, you know, you got to get change management and communication correct. Okay. I think we all kind of understand that. Yeah. But, but how do you actually link it together and keep it linked? Uh, it's almost the, the consultants, uh, the old consultants joke, you know, we get out before implementation. And I think you see this in many curriculums as well. Well, we'll teach you how to set the strategy, but you know, we're, we're not going to get too deep into the weeds on implementation because it's, it's, it's messy and uh, you know, they're not really, teaching the in-depth how to how to actually link it to, to to projects and project portfolios yeah I certainly so, and that's exactly what the study has shown so far we're going to write it up soon uh that uh we had oh almost 40 schools participate and and share their courses and you're still analyzing so this is very preliminary but it's pretty much like i thought it would be 
where people say they're teaching strategy execution, it's almost all at, at a very high level around teams and change management, et cetera. I haven't found anybody yet, and we're still analyzing the data, um, as I said, but, but that's actually teaching what we would call business architecture and actually how to use modeling to link strategy with execution. So I think it's a real need. I think it's a hole in many business curriculums, and it's something you're going to hear more about uh, in the near future as we uh, complete the, 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 the data analysis and release res results. I'm really glad we're getting some hard data around this because it, it was, as you had said, you had anticipated some of these things, uh, but without the hard data, it was really difficult to really get through them. Now, you're actually looking at some different uh, uh, curriculums for some of these universities that you've had submitted. And, and what, what you're seeing is, uh, I guess, as you said it, you're seeing a lot of the, the softer elements, but you're not seeing more of that formality that business architecture brings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I haven't seen any of it yet, uh, other than the course that that uh, that I'm doing at Penn State. So I think there's a big opportunity here for those that uh, really want to teach how to do the strategy execution at more uh, of a detailed level, at a modeling level, versus just talking about change management and, and communication and building good teams, which is what most people are doing today. What did what did the survey tell you um, and some of these reviews you're doing in terms of uh, the understanding of the concept of business architecture at the university level? Uh, there is some understanding. I wouldn't say it's... Uh, Great, uh, but there is some understanding, and um, you know I, I think that's encouraging that at least you know um, a third or more uh, uh, of the people in the in the study have actually heard of business architecture. Mm -hmm. So I think the time's right to really point out the the tremendous benefits that business architecture could bring to a, a business curriculum. And, and uh, now we have some data, and we actually have some results through my class. So I, I think the time is right to um, br bring this to the forefront and hopefully get uh, more schools other than Penn State offering courses like this. Uh, have, you, um, have you had any conversations with other, um, I guess your peers? I, I know you certainly know a lot of people in, in, at the peer level in other universities uh, about some of these ideas, just you know, outside maybe the survey, but just to, to, to see where they're at, where their thinking is. I have, um, and I think this survey is going to help quite a bit because it puts data. You know, academics want to see data. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and while there's interest, there's also, as you mentioned, kind of um, almost a hesitancy that, well, if I haven't heard it before and if it's not in business curriculums, you know, is it is it something we, you know, is it real? Is it, you know, what, 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 there must be a reason why it's not there. So, you know, okay, this all sounds good, but I'm going to kind of stick with the curriculum as it is. Um, and business curriculums have been the same for many decades. So introducing a new topic that's not there um, in, in, at most institutions is very difficult. Um, it, it's got to be, um, you know, there's accepted business core courses. Uh, there's accepted, you know, courses that are part of a, you know, traditional business curriculum. And uh, it's it's tough to change some of these traditional mindsets. It's not impossible, but you know yeah. the survey is a, a good start. I think it, it puts some data behind um, you know the need and and what business architecture could bring to the table. So I, I think you you probably have said this in, in a couple of different ways, but I just want to make sure I ask the question uh, directly. Uh, outside of your university offerings, um, you haven't seen other universities so far. Uh, in your research that are actually formally teaching business architecture as a, uh, as a discipline? Not in the United States. Uh, in okay. Europe, um, th there are business architecture. Uh, many of the, the curriculums are more business process oriented. So you find more enterprise architecture, business architecture mm -hmm. uh, type work courses and, and curriculums in Europe, um, Australia, New Zealand. Uh, there's a few as well. But uh, within the U.S., uh, we're it at this point in time. OK. Yeah, I do see. Right. Uh, like, for example, your university started an enterprise architecture. In fact, you initiated that it, yes, it, it, in, in one in actually in a, in a different college than you're in now. Is that right? That's right. In the College of Information Sciences and Technology. Yeah. And, and, and that's fairly distinctive uh, in terms of what it's offering. But it's it's different from what you're doing now, just to be clear for everybody. It is the, the EA master's program, um, you know, appeals to the enterprise architecture profession. Now, many of the EA folks um, take a business architecture concentration, 
uh, but it is a different program from the business architecture graduate certificate. They're, they're two separate programs. The business architecture graduate certificate is from the College of Business and the enterprise architecture master's program is from the College of IST. But, I think there, that's are, a, there are some relationships. Yeah, I, I do think that's important to point out because if, if somebody's listening to this and they're, they're, they're at a university and say, well, we have that EA program over there, so we must have this covered, right? They shouldn't. Well, uh, there's actually, depending on, uh, and Bill, you know, people come into this field from so many diff- different twists and turns mm-hmm. in life. So we actually have degree programs depending for, for almost every twist and turn. So if you're more technically oriented, you could do the enterprise architecture master's program with a business architecture concentration. If you're more business oriented, you could do our online MBA with a business architecture concentration. If you're more of an innovation person, you you do see some BA groups have dotted lines or even report to some chief innovation officers. We actually have a corporate, an online corporate innovation and entrepreneurship master's program where you can do a business architecture concentration. So we've got kind of something for everybody depending on you know, where where BA sits and, and the, the goal for BA in your organization. So you, um, it, I, I just going to go back on one item on the enterprise architecture work. And, and that was earlier. Um, it was it was a number of years earlier when you when you started that. Um, did did you see other schools offering that particular discipline more on a technical side? Uh, not in the U.S. And like I said, in other countries, yeah, um, yeah you, you see enterprise architecture in Europe. Uh, there, there's master's programs in Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, but uh, not in the U.S. I, I find academia in the U.S. to be very traditional, very slow to change, very hard to change and launch new programs. Um, and uh, I, even though ours, our program is extremely successful, I've yet to see it replicated in the U.S., uh, and just back on the survey, um, there were some international uh, uh, responses, but but that was a, a, a smaller number. Is that is that right? Yeah, I don't remember the exact percentage, but it it was you know uh, over 85 uh, percent North American, U.S. Yeah. and Canada. I think that had to do a little bit with our uh, uh, the 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 folks we went into this with um, uh, because they have more of a, a U.S. or or North American based uh, right. Study right. universities. Okay, so that that's fair. Um, I, I do know that the um, uh, the Business Architecture Guild is particularly interested in this information as well as as the uh, obviously the MBA Roundtable, which has done a great some great work here. Uh, you see opportunities then going forward for especially based on the survey for some of these universities to try to expand their curriculum offers in this area. I do. I think the next step for us. So this is a great. I, I sit on both uh, the boards of the. Uh, MBA roundtable and and I'm on the an academic advisor of the Business Architecture Guild. So it was great to bring these two groups together. I think the next step is you know our awareness campaign now that we have th- this data. So we'll we'll publish the findings. Um, we'll do some uh, joint webinars, conference presentations, and I think slowly over time this is going to be a dramatic transformation. Uh, obviously, Ac- academia often moves at a glacial pace, um, but over time I think we're going to get more and more people that see, you know, that this is needed in industry. And as we have more industry examples, so I, I think that's going to be important. So uh, th- there's uh, students from my class that are starting business architecture practices or, or working with their strategic planning groups. I hope to be able to write up small vignettes, case studies, et cetera, on, on their success. And once this body of information's out there, I think we're going to get more adoption over time. I'll, I'll also say that um, I think once uh, that the survey has been formally done, uh, we'll, we'll try to add that, that link over to that material um, on, on the uh, reference for this particular uh, episode of, of the show. So uh, with that, let me take uh, go to a quick break here. You're listening to The North Star. I'm William Ulrich. We're discussing strategy execution, preparing business leaders of the future with my guest, Brian Cameron. Uh, you can contact Brian at bhc103 at psu.edu, and we'll be right back after a short break. Are you having trouble articulating your strategic objectives? Not sure if your program investments are aligned to your strategic vision? Wondering why your six, seven, and eight-figure program investments seem to evaporate into thin air, even as your business teams are left to add more people, take on more risk, and take heat from unhappy customers? 
Tactical Strategy Group's William Ulrich can help ensure that your strategic objectives translate into sustainable, successful investments. For more information, visit our website at tacticalstrategygroup.com. Your organization is spending seven, eight, or even nine figures annually on transformation programs, and you're questioning the bottom line business value. You were told not to worry. We've engaged the best system integrators, and they said all is well. Has your IT organization become a black box where money goes in, but nothing comes out? Tactical Strategy Group's William Ulrich has seen every side of this story, from upfront happy talk to painful post-mortems. Find out what's really going on. Visit tacticalstrategygroup.com and ask about TSG's Transformation Oversight Service. You're listening to the North Star. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to wmmulrich at tsgconsultinginc.com. That's wmmulrich at tsgconsultinginc.com. Now, back to the North Star. Here again is William Ulrich. Welcome back to the North Star. I'm William Ulrich. You can reach me on LinkedIn by email or at my website. We're discussing strategy execution, preparing business leaders of the future with my guest, Brian Cameron. Uh, Brian, uh, that was great input on the survey and getting that broader perspective. I want to talk a little bit about the program you're offering uh, at, uh, at Penn State and um, exactly what, uh, what you've got there that you're currently, um, that you're currently offering and, and how long you've been offering it and the type of thing you're, you're offering to people. Okay, sure, Bill. So we have an online, so all of our programs are, are fully online. We have people from all over the globe taking them. So we have an online three-course graduate certificate in business architecture. The three courses are my course, Strategic Business Architecture. It's how to structure business architecture. And, and we, we go over some of the major tools and how to link the, pro, the strategy with, with project-level execution in that class. There's another uh, second course on enterprise modeling that gets down into the weeds more, uh, especially in uh, process modeling, capability modeling, value streams, et cetera. So that gets down into the, the weeds more and actually how to do the, the, the modeling in, in greater detail. And then there's a third course on strategy, um, strategic management and how to set strategy. So they all three go together and complement one another nicely, for, for especially for this perspective of business architecture as a facilitator strategy execution. So this nine credit three course graduate certificate is also a concentration area, as I mentioned before, in all of our online master's programs. But the three in particular that typically resonate well with people in the, in the BA career field are either our online uh, master's degree in enterprise architecture, if you're more technically oriented, our online MBA, if, if you're more business oriented, or our online corporate innovation and entrepreneurship master's program, if you're more innovation oriented. And that's typically where the people come from, um, they, they come from some of our other master's programs as well. But if I look at you know, probably 80, 90% of the students, they, they come from one of those three. Actually, there's a fourth program. They, they typically come from those three. We also have a very senior level uh, strategic management and executive leadership master's program, which is also online. Uh, typically, people in that program are 10 plus years of, of executive level experience. And I'm getting more and more people from that program into my course as well. So these are these are the people that set the strategy in most of their organizations. So it was interesting to me the first time I had one of these people, uh, because they're the people that that might work in strategic planning at a, at a very senior level. And they just ate it up as well, because this, this was what, in many cases, what they've been looking for. You know, how do we actually make strategy execution work? So it really resonated uh, with that senior level audience as well as it, it, it does with the more mid-level audiences in our other programs. That, that's really, really good. And um, now you, uh, you actually uh, personally teach um, the, the strategic business architecture course, is that right? Yes, yes. I, I teach it twice a year. Okay, yeah. And um, that's a pretty popular course, right? It's, it's grown it's dramatically, yes. Uh, so we've been doing it now for three years, um, and it's uh, over doubled every year. So now, this year for the first year, we're doing it twice a year. Um, I was doing it once a year, now I'm doing it twice a year based on demand. So um, when you first started and proposed all this to your leadership, just for any, uh, any university people who might be listening to this, um, it wasn't exactly like 
you were, um, you, you know, they just accepted what you were offering uh, or what you were proposing uh, right off the bat. You had to, you had to convince people on this, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, quite a, a feat to launch anything new in academia. So the, the enterprise architecture master's program that where I started many years ago, that, that was a huge feat to, to launch. I had many corporate people, I had a huge corporate advisory board. Uh, they actually, many of the corporations actually donated money to see this become mm. a reality. So I had a, a tremendous amount of support. And even with that, it took high level um, uh, administrative push to, to have that program become reality. Um, so that was one success. Then when it came to this graduate certificate, I'd already had a track record. And now I'm in a position uh, where I'm more of the decision maker uh, and, and um, you know, versus being a faculty member. When I started the EA program, I was a faculty member. Now I'm an associate dean. So it's a little easier for me to get things through the system now. And, uh, you know, uh, and it's, it's, it's proven itself. It's a very popular program. You know, the proof's in the pudding and the enrollments of, in any program. Uh, so to, to have all the right pieces in place to be able to get a new program like this through most large universities is, is challenging. Um, so I'm ho- hopefully I can provide more data, information, et cetera, to, to make the, the paths of others that want to do this a, a bit you know, less difficult than mine was. Yeah, I think that's really good data for your, um, and obviously people are going to talk to you on a one-on-one basis, but other universities who are looking at this uh, to know that there is a demand for this out there, or there will be a demand if they create it. Is that is that fair? Yeah, I, th- I think the, the proof is in the students that take the course and what they do with the course. Many tell me that th- this has been the single best course they've taken in their program and that this program, you know, in, in some cases has dramatically changed their life. You know, after taking the course and, and doing the assignment that I described, they actually have a job offer at the end of the semester. You know, it's, it's made dramatic transformations in some cases in, in individuals' lives. I think that's great. Can, can you give us a little bit on the um, the type of uh, students? Because you said you've got all types of students coming through. Can you give us a little insight to that? Yeah, like I said, they come primarily from uh, four master's programs. So we have students with a business background uh, coming from the OMBA, also a business background coming from our corporate innovation entrepreneurship program. Uh, we have more technically oriented enterprise architects coming from the EA program. We have some people just coming for the certificate from the general population that are more business analysts and arc and, and early career business architects. And then more recently, we have senior level executives that may be in strategic planning coming from our strategic management and executive leadership master's program. So we're bringing together a lot of different backgrounds and perspectives. And I, I divide up the backgrounds and perspectives on teams. So they all learn from each other. And it's been going really well because they all have something to bring to the equation, either a more technical background, more of a business background, more of a strategic planning background. And when you put all those people together on a team, they really do cool things and they all learn a tremendous amount from one another. That That's great. And uh, now, would you say that the majority of these people are out there in, uh, you know, with with jobs uh, working? Oh, yeah. In, in our online programs. Uh, almost everybody is working while they do this. Um, okay. You know, th- so our online programs are set up for working professionals. Um, again, we get people from all over the globe, predominantly from North America. Um, but yeah, uh, almost everybody is is working, a- actively working in, in their their field. Some of them might be working in enterprise architecture and business architecture, but many aren't, but want to learn more about it. And, and many... F- after taking the class, feel they found their calling in life. I, I have, you know, probably half a dozen to or, or more every year that feel they found their calling in life. And then they want to figure out, well, how do I use this to maybe either start a practice or move into business architecture? I think that's great because um, we always say that uh, part of being a business architect is, is a, uh, a strong business IQ. Right. So if there's people already in a field, uh, whether it's a vertical field or they've built up some other skills along the way, um, what they're adding here now is a whole nother level of, of value to their to their uh, to their education and to their background. Is that is that fair? Yeah. And I think that having working professionals um, makes the course much stronger because it hit its home for them. They see the issues in the organizations they work for. And for the first time, they found something that that. Um, 
solves a big problem they see in, in, in their organizations. And it's more than just a theory on, mm. you know, theoretically how we should do this. So it's not a, a, a solely theory-based course like, like, like sometimes you see. It actually gets into, okay, here's the tools, here's how you do it, here's what works, what doesn't work. And they actually have assignments where they actually have to do some of this stuff Actually, you know, on a limited basis, it's a 15 week course, but they actually have to do some of the stuff and, and produce a portfolio that they can then use. And many have used to make the case to either grow or expand or start a business architecture practice in their organizations. So they walk away with something that's very usable. That, that's great. Um, so where where do you see the um, the education and business architecture going at, at your university, the programs? Um, Right now, things are going gangbusters, you know, uh, continue to hopefully grow the enrollments. Um, I would like to use our success to kind of spread the word and and have us not be the only school that does this stuff. Um, and, and with our corporate partners and some of the, the graduates from our program, yeah, I think we have a good critical mass of people to to share the stories and and um, and help others at other universities see the benefit that a curriculum like this could bring to their, their business programs. Yeah, that, that would be my hope that some of the, um, uh, the conservatism in terms of adding new things to curriculum at some of these programs around, you know, uh, both, you know, North America, but also globally, because we, we have seen, um, and, and we've got some people on the advisory group at the Guild, uh, I think we have a gentleman out of Australia, another fellow out of Germany. So there, there are things out there that where there is some utilization of business architecture. But um, I'm hoping that there's a, a motivational factor here by certainly some of the things that you've said, and I'm sure things you can share with them privately if, if you have these conversations. Um, are you looking to um, add additional programs at some point down the road um, that take on different forms? Um, I, I don't know if it would be add programs or continue to evolve the existing programs. Okay. Um, we, we are looking to add um, at, at some, uh, actually within the next few years, um, an executive doctorate in business administration. Mm. So, and my plan is to have a business architecture concentration within that. It'll be a variety of different concentrations, but that if somebody wanted to come in and actually get an executive doctorate and focus on a business architecture or enterprise architecture related topic, they could do that. And that would be uh, the first in the country as well. Mm, okay. Uh, and those tend to be m m much more targeted. I, I think they're also um, uh, something that can be done in a, a shorter period of time than maybe a normal doctorate. Yeah. Uh, about three years for the, for the DBA. Okay. Okay. That, that, that's impressive. Uh, so, if you were talking to um, fellow deans, and, and I know you do that a lot, um, but if you were having conversations with fellow deans, what, what, what would be some of the kinds of things that you might be um, uh, might be saying to them uh, in terms of these programs? Well, most uh, academics need a lot of data and validation before they're going to make any change. So I, I would say, don't take my word for it. Let's look at the data and let's let's and I would bring in other people, past students from different corporations to talk about what this has done for their their corporations and strategy execution. Uh, and that I would also not stop with just other deans. I, I one of my goals is to once we have you know the, the information together and some survey results to get the academic strategic planning professional associations to recognize what business architecture can bring to the strategic planning profession. But that can't be me just coming up and say, hey, guys, take a look at this. Uh, I would like to bring in actually people from strategic planning groups that took my course and are now using business architecture as part of their strategic planning process and look at what they're doing. Don't take my word for it. Let's let's talk to some people in major corporations that are doing this today. Then I think people will will um, sit up and, and uh, t take a look at it and give it a serious consideration. Have you... Um have you seen a, uh, uh, so, so you've got some great stories about people getting jobs and that type of thing. There's, um, it, what I'm seeing here, although maybe it's more anecdotal, is that there's a, there's, there's a strong interest from at least the people in these corporations that are out there. Uh, in, oh, yeah, yeah. And wanting definitely. to build more knowledge around this. Yes. Once they once they get it, um, they, and this is organizations of all, all types, including the military. I had one gentleman officer in the military and he he just 
he would tell story after story about how this had benefited him right away in his job in the military. Um, so the people that see the pain that are experiencing the pain and have had that pain for a long time, then suddenly they see something that's going to alleviate that pain. Yeah. They, they, they like I said, there's people that feel they found their calling in life um, okay. a, after taking this course. Um, so the, the people and uh, in, in industry and government, et cetera, definitely get it. Um, I, I think those people then can be um, a, a great data points to help academia see that, you know, that, that there's something here that we should be thinking about in our curriculums. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think it's a real good um, a good insight here in terms of uh, uh, being able to offer any closing closing comments to uh, maybe to any of the executives out there who haven't quite gotten on board with business architecture yet. Well, I, I would say if you have strategy execution problems, if you don't, then great. You know, you're, you're one of the 0.001 percent. You know, you, you should be right. proud. Uh, but if you have strategy execution problems, um, I, I would highly encourage you to look at and, and look at business architecture from as a as a facilitator strategy execution. So not everybody out there. So when you and then the Business Architecture Guild has this philosophy, but there are other training organizations out there that might be teaching business architecture more as a traditional IT-based discipline, more around process mm -hmm. modeling for the IT group. Uh, that's not what we're talking about. So you don't want to talk to those people. So uh, you know, make sure you're talking to the right business architecture people that have the right perspective on how to use the tools to uh, facilitate strategy execution. Thanks, Brian. Uh, my guest today has been Brian Cameron of Penn State University. We've been discussing strategy execution, preparing business leaders of the future. Uh, you can reach Brian at bhc103 at psu.edu. Uh, you can find links to topics reference on my website, tacticalstrategygroup.com, on my radio show page. Uh, thank you, Brian, very much for uh, sharing our, your insights today. Um, my guest next week will be uh, James Smith. We'll be discussing improving corporate earnings via swarm intelligence. Uh, you've been listening to the North Star. I'm your host, William Ulrich. You can contact me by email, LinkedIn, or at my website, tacticalstrategygroup.com. Thanks for joining me today, and I'll talk to you all next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to the North Star. Please join host William Ulrich for another edition of the program next Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll continue our discussion on strategy execution then.